Welcome back to the Category Mistake. I'm your host, Richard Mariello. And yes, it's been a long while since I have been on this podcast, some of which was under my own accord and some of which is uh, the powers that be. Uh, my last podcast, I was told, was not as user-friendly to the world we live in as I thought it was. Uh, my podcast is rated for a certain demographic, and my language was not in that demographic. So I was uh, encouraged to take some time off or to redo my podcast uh, labels. So I decided to just take some time off and uh, rethink some things. If you don't know who I am, I'm Richard Mariello. I am living here in the great state of Maine. And my podcast is about just the way I see the world and how things may be, in my mind, are different than what you see it. And maybe you agree with me, maybe you don't. But um, my main point of this podcast is to show that we can be different, yet we're all human beings. We're all allowed to be different. But we should also all get along. It's pretty simple. Uh, we're not meant to kill each other and yell at each other and fight with each other over things that are, in my mind, pretty dumb. Um, today's podcast is just kind of revamping or rethinking or retooling or, re I don't know, rehashing. That's a better word, rehashing. Uh, things that have gone on in the last three months. Um, so in the last three months... Actually, last two and a half months, I went back to my old school and saw the last class of that school graduate, eighth graders. Uh, shout out to KG3 if she's listening. She understands who she is. Um, and then I also got to go on a trip with my wife to Italy. Uh, the trip that was supposed to happen in 2020 finally did happen. So that was great. And then, of course, it wouldn't be a summer for me without having some kind of surgery. So I had my AC joint uh, repaired and my bicep tendon uh, reconnected because I guess it had become disconnected. And with all that, um, after that surgery, it's been about two weeks now, I'm also getting ready to start a new endeavor in teaching. Um, I got a teaching job at a school that is nearby. Um, funny thing is I went to this school a long time ago. Uh, so it's it's should be fun. I'm a little nervous. I have a lot more students than I've ever had before. But uh, I think I can do it. If not, I'm going to sure try my darndest. So my summer's been kind of busy. Uh I've also come to some realizations about myself, one of which is I speak my mind and it comes off wrong, so maybe I should start learning how to word things better so I offend less people. It's funny, my whole life I've, I've just always spoken my mind because that's what... I, I was never allowed to really do it as a kid. Um, I always felt very held back. Like, if I said what I really wanted to say, I'd get in trouble, so I just didn't say anything. Or I'd make up something to make it sound like I was on board, even if I wasn't. 
became an adult. I'm like, I'm not doing that ever again. So I went from one extreme to the other. The problem with that, of course, is by going from one extreme to the other, is you go so far to one side that you're offending the people who actually, I don't know, care about you. Now, my kids and my wife and people who have been around me for a long time, they kind of deal with it. They roll with the punches. But not everybody's known me for a long, long time. So that's kind of something I've got to work on. So today I'm just going to talk about something simple. It's going to be a short little welcome back to my life podcast type deal. Um, I'm going to talk about my trepidations, my challenges, my hard thoughts on asking for help. See, when I was a kid, I I was quote-unquote sick all the time, and I'm not sure how much of it was me and how much of it was my mother or how much of it was society or how much of it was me knowing that if I acted sick, I could get away with things. I don't really remember. Um, But for the longest time, I'm really bad at asking for help and following the rules. So I had surgery on my arm twice before this last one, and the doctor gave me very specific rules, and within like a day and a half, I broke them. My tendency to not follow the rules to the point where my children, even after this surgery, were expecting me to break the rules within like three days. It's been two and a half, over two weeks, so I'm, I'm good. I saw the doctor yesterday. I have been following the rules, like 90% of them, which is really good for me. But the reason why it's hard for me to follow the rules is if I follow the rules, I have to ask people for help. And I'm really bad at that. I feel like if I ask somebody for help, I'm admitting that I'm a failure. Now, I don't know. Other people probably the same way. That, but I know people out there who ask for help for everything. And it drives me crazy because you've got to be able to figure some of this out on your own, right? But people don't. And I don't know what they're going through. But... Um, I always try to do it myself so much, and sometimes I fail. I fail so miserably. I think to myself, I would just ask for help. This would have been easier, but no, I can't do it. Now I'm too deep. Da, da, da. Anyway, I get myself into a lot of trouble. I got to get better at that. But in a way, if I start asking for too much help in my mind now, um, the people who are so used to me not asking for help will be confused by it. Maybe they won't be, but I think they will be. It's just like the last two weeks I haven't been driving. So I've had to ask people to drive me places. That's killing me because I just don't like other people driving me. I like being in charge in control. That's just who I am. Um, But the big thing is, and this is something that I'm coming to grips with, is we all need each other. And if we don't start asking for help and dealing with each other like that, the world isn't going to get any better. Right now we complain about, you know, the price of gas. We complain about the price of groceries. We complain about CRT in schools. We complain about... uh, 
gender stuff. We complain about everything. I mean, everything is something either on the left side or the right side. There's something to complain about. If you're on the left side, it's um, Trump is a dictator who wants to take over the world and he just wants the world to end and he doesn't care about people. And if you're on the right side, it's everyone wants to have, there's 75,000 genders and no one really cares about each other. And um, we need to get more thought into the world. And you know what? It's all baloney. It, it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, I'm a male. Last time I jacked, I'm still a male. Um, my wife's a female. It doesn't matter if she's a female or she's a male or I'm a male or I'm a female. What matters is, are we there for each other? Are we there to take care of each other? Are we there to love one another? Are we there to support one another in our challenges? If I can't ask my wife for help because, well, she's a female or because, you know, I'll be less masculine, that, that, what's the point of being married? What's the point of having a life partner to do everything with if you literally can't ask your life partner for help? The problem I think a lot of people have is, well, if I ask for help, I'm less I'm less feminist. You know, as a woman, I shouldn't ask for help um, because I'm a strong, independent woman. I don't need no man, right? Um, I'm, I'm not a strong, independent man. I need people. My wife needs people. You out there need people. It's just, we're, we're meant, we're, we're a social creature. We're meant to be near other people. The pandemic has proved that mental health has crashed and burned in the last two years, mostly because of us not being around anybody. Uh, we've spent the last two years staying away from everybody in a large part of society. And because of that, we're now more lonely than ever. And we have social media. It's great. Facebook, Instagram, all the great. If, if Mark Zuckerberg people, algorithms, if you're listening, I love you. Okay. Whatever I need to do to make sure that I don't get banned from that too. Um, but it's not the same as human interaction. And I'll give you an example. In my life, in 2020, March 13th, it was a Friday, Friday the 13th, right? Was our last day of school in 2020 in person. Pandemic hits. Um, next week, we're learning how to do online schooling. The week after that, we start for real. Okay. Those kids in my school only had online school for April, May, and June. We went back to in-person mostly um, that September. But there was a lot of students who would go in and out of virtual school and real school. But even those few months when they came back to school that September, a lot of them had a hard time with um, being social with one another, actually having relationships with one another. Um, 
I even had one of my students say, you know, I forgot how to be social in real life. And that's kind of what the pandemic has done. Not having interactions with other people for a long period of time has made us forget how to have interactions with people and do it correctly. I'm a very social creature. I What's funny is I don't like people, but I like being around people. I just don't like talking to people. But what you learn when you're around people is you learn their mannerisms. You learn things that make their body language change. So like you could be in a room and someone has a conversation and you could see you could see what aggravates them, agitates them. You can see what brings them joy. You can see all those different things just through their body language. You could hear it in their voice if they raise their voice, if they're really excited, if they're not excited. You can see all that and hear all that without even talking to them if you pay attention. I learned that in my classrooms. I would be in a classroom. I would have my students. But the first thing I do is I just kind of watch. And you can kind of see the students who really are nervous. You can see the students who really are excited. You can see the students who'd rather be anywhere but in your classroom. And what I've always, I always did was, you know, what's your favorite part? I'd have them write it in honestly. What's your favorite part of history? Or what's your favorite part of science? Or what's your favorite class? And I do it anonymously, then I read through them, and I could figure out without even their names which card belonged to which student just because I could see it in their body language. Because they're social we're social creatures. We we learn off of each other. Not being able to ask for help, not being able to spend time with one another, not being able to be near one another has really kind of destroyed our society a little bit. I think a lot of the issues we're having right now between um, even gender stuff, critical race theory, um, the right going really right, the left going really left, all of this isn't due to Donald Trump, isn't due to Joe Biden. It's due to isolation. It's due to fatigue. It's due to, for two years, us being told to stay away from one another. And everyone got online. Everyone got a podcast. Everyone got a Twitch stream. The thing about podcasts and Twitch streams is if you rate them correctly, you can say whatever you want. And there's got there's going to be people out there who actually agree with you. And if you take a really crazy idea and someone agrees with you, you're like, wait a minute, it's not crazy. Other people agree with me. If someone else agrees with me, I can't be crazy. And so you you feed 
and it feeds you because it's social interaction without seeing somebody. I could hide behind this podcast. I could say my name is Jim Brown from Cleveland, Ohio, and you wouldn't know any better. I say my name. It's my real name. I have people I know listen to this. And I keep it real because if you agree with me or not, it doesn't matter. This podcast I am doing for myself. I'm doing it for myself because it allows me to tell people and tell myself out loud, which for some reason works for me, what I actually need in my life. Right now, I'm struggling with asking for help from people. Yesterday, I got a ride to the, my doctor's appointment. And the gentleman gave me a ride. Great guy. Nicest man. Like, always happy. Drives me kind of crazy because he's always so happy. But he'd been begging to help me. And I kept saying, no, 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 I'm good. Finally, I took him up on the offer. Guy was super excited. For real. And that's... And that's what... People should be. People should be excited to help one another. It's amazing how, myself included, certain things helping people seem like a chore, seem like we have to. And because it seems like that way to me, I don't like to ask people because I don't want to put them through that. But what I discovered in the last couple of weeks, not being able to do a lot, is I can't do everything. This year, some of you may know, some of you may not, um, I hang up a lot of Christmas lights. And last year I hung up about 50,000 of them. This year I wanted to do in the 70,000. I can't. I had surgery on my arm and I'm not allowed. So I have asked for help from my neighbors and from my children, my adult children, um, and my older children um, to hang Christmas lights. Now, that's really hard for me because they've quote-unquote helped before, but it's little stuff. It's I'm still there with them. They're just outside with me. Um, my daughter, Bobby Jean, does the a big... Like Merry Christmas display with lights. She always does that. But the rest of it, pretty much, it's me or me telling people or me with people doing stuff. It's just how it's been. I can't do that this year. I can hang very little. I have one arm that can hang Christmas lights. And if you've ever hung Christmas lights, it's a two-arm endeavor. Now, there are people with only one arm who can hang Christmas lights and they've learned how to do it. I have not. I would love to learn, but I have not done it. Okay. The point is I had to ask for help. With this podcast, I've had people join me. Now, I've done it mostly for them. I haven't done it for me. But what I've realized when I've done it with them, and if he listens to this, it will kill. It'll make him so happy, but it's killing me a little bit. When I've done it with those people, it's actually been easier on me. It's been less stressful for me. It's been helpful to me. I always act like I've got everything under control when I really don't. I don't have everything under control. 
I guess write a lot. Um, a lot of people are like, oh my gosh, you're, you're right. Or, oh my gosh, how'd you know that? Somewhere deep down inside, I've guessed right. Um, I don't know where I got the knowledge. I don't know where I got the idea. I don't know. It just, I guessed. And I was right. Um, and that's happened a lot in my life. And it's a blessing, but it's also, I feel weird about it. Um, I feel weird because I didn't do anything extra to earn it. I just kind of was right. But with that, I've always had this weird self-confidence that I can pull it off. So because I've had this weird self-confidence I can pull it off, I've never, I never learned how to ask for help. This journey of mine started about three years ago when I started teaching at St. Elizabeth Seton, uh, which no longer exists. It's St. Mary's now. But anyway, I went into the school and I'd never really been a teacher. Um, I had done student teaching. I had done some like working in schools, but not as an actual teacher. And I had no idea what I was doing. The first couple months, I thought I was supposed to know what I was doing. So I winged it. I just did me. I just, you know, I, I got this. I didn't have a clue. That fall, what I decided to do was, okay, um, I'm going to ask the teacher who's been here for 20 plus years how she does it. And I started asking her advice. Um, and that helped immensely. It, it changed. Not only did it make my teaching easier, it made my relationship with that teacher better because she knew I wasn't just a cocky kid or cocky guy um, who knows everything. I literally went to her and said, I don't know. I've never done this before. Help me. And I think that helped immensely with my relationship with her, but also with my students. I know history facts. Okay. I know how to talk about history. I know how to explain, you know, that Columbus didn't actually set sail to America or um, how a lot of the things we see as historical aren't. But we've had this false persona for so long that we just assume it happened. You know, I, I get all that. I can teach that. I know it. I'm good. Okay, that's not a problem. But you can't just teach history. You have to have a relationship with your students and a relationship with the people that are teaching around you or you're going to be one of those teachers that no one really respects and they're just going to think, okay, read chapter 26. We're going to have a test in two days, blah, 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 blah. Okay. I never wanted to be that type of teacher. So, of course, I tried not to be. But again, the first three months I did it, I was that teacher. I was, I just, I was out of control. Asked for help, asked for some advice, got some theories, tweaked it. The next year, tweaked it some more. The next year, tweaked it even more. And now I can say, 
Okay, I know what I'm doing. This new school I'm teaching at, I'm going from 40 students, I think was my max, to 128 kids, students. And I have a team. I'm the newest one, so I'm not probably the least experienced one there, even though I'm probably going to be older than some of them. Um, I've already asked for help because I don't know how to teach 128 students, but I'm sure going to try. And I think that's the whole point. I mean, I've been rambling now for 24, almost 25 minutes. The point is I'm learning to ask for help with things that I don't have a clue on. And while it sounds pretty simple, you don't know something, ask for help. Isn't that what's going on in today's world? No one asks for help. No one says, I don't know. And I think that's that's troubling. Um, we have our elector, people we elect, electorates, um, passing bills that none of us know. We think we know because they make a fancy name for it and that's got to be what it is. Um, we don't read them because they're so long and so drawn out and so full of garbage. We just don't read it because they know we won't ask. Um, we have people on TV telling us about these bills and about these things and depending on what channel you watch, it's either the best thing ever or the worst thing ever. We have people on social media and things like TikTok and podcasts and Twitch streams telling us something else. I just, we lost our ability to A, think for ourselves and B, find someone who actually knows what's going on and ask them, hey, what's going on? Now we rely on talking heads that if you look at their credentials, they have no like actual experience in these things. They just are a pretty face that can read off a teleprompter. Walter Cronkite was not a pretty face. He wasn't. But everyone trusted him as a newsman because he would read it, try to understand it, and then explain it. Now, I don't think the news people even read the news. They just kind of read it off a teleprompter and forget it. It kind of reminds me of Anchorman. Uh, if you ever saw the movie Anchorman, basically they said he'll read off, he'll read anything on the teleprompter, whatever you put on there. So, like, someone put a question mark at the end of San Diego and he said, stay classy, San Diego. Almost like he was asking a question because that's, he reads whatever is on a teleprompter, right? We've got to stop being the people who read off teleprompters for everything in our life. We need to be people who not only write the teleprompter, but we understand the teleprompter. And we also know that every news story has two sides. Very rarely does a news item or a world event have only one side? The bombing of Pearl Harbor. Not one-sided. We were warned. We were told. 
as the American people, well, the American government was told, we didn't care. We basically said, you won't do it. We called out a prideful people and said, you won't do it. Well, they did. Hiroshima, Nagasaki, not one-sided. World Trade Center, not one-sided. Now, all these are horrific events where bad people did bad things. Some were in war, some were not. The big thing is we stop talking to one another as a human race and we stopped asking advice and asking for help. You get anything out of today, and this goes to everybody, but even my students who listen to this, my old students who can listen to this because I'm no longer their teacher type students. If you don't know, ask. Even if you think you know, get a second opinion. It won't kill any. Suck up your pride. Now this is coming from me and I'm struggling with this. That's maybe why I'm talking about it. Suck up your pride and say, I don't know. Can someone figure help me figure this out? Or I don't know. Teach me. I hated not knowing things. I still do. So I would spend so much time learning things like electrical with the military or teaching stuff or like I would try to, I knew I was going to be teaching something. If I didn't know it, I would spend all weekend learning as much as possible. So when I taught it, I wouldn't have to, you know, I could actually teach it. I wouldn't feel so out of sorts or fraught. But we need to stop thinking we know everything. I believe there's two genders, two sexes. You have XY chromosome, you know, chromosomes, genetics. Doesn't mean that you can't say that you're something else. But in my mind, scientifically, there's two. Am I wrong? Am I right? No idea. Until there's new studies or new science saying something else. That's what I believe. I don't care. As long as you don't say I have to switch my gender or pay for you to switch your gender, I'm good. I believe that good, bad, or ugly, there was racism in this world. There was slavery in this world. Um, There's been slavery for since mankind started. But I also believe that compared to other countries I've been to, there's a lot less racism in America than there is in other countries. Now, I could be wrong. I've, I've not been to every country in the world, but there's racism everywhere. To say that America is the most racist is kind of hard to say. Because in China, they literally, you know, enslave and are racist towards a group of people that is a larger population than America. So, math. I also believe that healthcare is important. But if you don't want to get it, you shouldn't have to. 
but you should also sign something saying, I don't want it. That way, if you get sick and you're like, well, you had a choice, you chose not to do it. It's your fault. Pay for it yourself. I also think the first four years of college should be free. As long as you're going into a, a, you're doing a degree that actually has a point. Basket weaving, art, I guess, to some avenue. Um, maybe not art, because there can be some artists out there. Basically, you need to be doing a profession that actually has a, you know, a job. Um, going to four years of college and not having a major and getting a degree in like, I don't know, liberal studies. I don't know what the point of that is. You can do, you can say you have a liberal studies degree and not go to college and just get a job anywhere with that, I guess. But if you're going to be a teacher or psychiatrist or a psychologist or a doctor or something that needs, you need a degree to do just because, free. Now, if you want to be a basket weaver or, you know, I don't even know what other jobs there are, but something that doesn't require that, you either pay for it or you just do it without paying, you know, going to college. Plumbers, electricians, auto mechanics, free. Because all these jobs, when we get done doing them, or when we start doing them, we're going to be paying enough taxes that we'll make sure the government gets their money back. And that could even be a stipulation, you know. You get your teaching degree, you have to teach for four years after you get your teaching degree, or you have to pay back part of it, so much per year. To me, that makes sense. Now, they'll never do that. And people on the right side think I'm crazy. People on the left side say, well, that's not enough. What about people who want to blah, 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 whatever. Okay, social media influencer should not be a college degree. Just saying. Ask for help. If you don't know something, ask. If you think you know it, but you're not sure, ask. I'm going to do my best to not get banned or shadow banned or, you know, slapped on the wrist for at least the next couple weeks. I'm also going to do my best to speak on things that maybe are a little more lighthearted. Today was just kind of getting, you know, my ideas back in front of my head. My last podcast, some people took offense to some of the things I said. And what's funny is when I talk to the people who are on these apps, they basically said, well, I don't understand certain communities. I kind of had a problem with that. And that's how I'm going to end this, okay? Listen. I've talked about my life and I've talked about who's in my life. I've had many, 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 many people in my life who are at different lifestyles, different times in their life, different jobs, different mental health. And no, I'm not an expert. But I should be allowed to have my opinions on a podcast with my name on it.
I should be allowed to have my own opinions as long as I'm not telling anyone to hurt someone else. Do not go and hurt anybody. Okay. I taught about the January 6th riots. I was I was teaching the next day, okay? Um, I taught during the Black Lives Matters riots. And when I taught my students was this, I said, some of the people there were peacefully protesting. They were doing their constitutional right to say they were ticked off about something. So the people who went overboard, the people who went and started burning things down and hurting other people, those people, those people are the ones that did something wrong. January 6th, if you were outside protesting and you were complaining and you weren't happy, good, great, good job. If you went inside the Capitol and started hurting people and destroying property, bad. Black Lives Matter movement. If you were marching in the streets, being upset, being vocal, great job. If you burned down a black-owned business for black lives, I don't respect you. Sorry, it's just the way it is. That's how it's going to be in my mind. That's how it's always going to be. You can peacefully protest, but once you burn something down or break lots of property, not on accident, but on purpose, then you've got, you're wrong. And I can't, I can't tell you you're okay. I can't tell you what you're doing is okay because destroying property, it does not make a peaceful protest. Anyway. So that's how we're going for now. Now today is the last day for this, or this is the last statement I'm making. Ask for help. If you know something, share your knowledge. If you don't know something, share your not knowledge. Say I don't have a clue, but hey, to you, learn other opinions. Sometimes your opinion is not right, or your ideas are not right. Um. It's okay. It's okay to not be right. It's better to be not right and know it than to be wrong and think you're smarter than everybody else and everyone's telling you no, you're not, and you're like, no, 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 I'm smartest. Da, 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 da. Yeah. This is Richard Mariello. Have a beautiful day. I will be back um, every week for the next three weeks, and then school starts. But I'm still expecting to be doing this. And my plan for the first three weeks is kind of keep it low key. And then I'm going to reevaluate if I want to go to the more mature content label. That way, there's less chance of me getting in trouble if I say something stupid. But, you know, honestly, I'm probably going to keep it the way it is and just roll with it. Because what I'm saying isn't mature content. It's common sense. Love one another. Be there for one another. Ask questions. Seek answers. If you know the answer, share your answers. If you don't know the answers, share that you don't know. And be willing to be wrong.
Have a beautiful day, everybody.